0: Hi everyone, it's Debbie Rice. Welcome to Spiritual Vida. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart. The topic of Hispo de Dut, which is a form of prayer. It is a personal prayer that comes from one's heart. And let's talk about why it's important to me, the positive impacts it's had on me, and how I even got into it. So, as I mentioned in my first episode, I'm 36 now, about 10 years ago, I would say, in my mid to late 20s, I um, was having a hard time with certain things in my life, mainly um, without going off tangent, I'm happy to make a separate episode on this, but mainly with struggling with anxiety and depression, um, I... Well, with Hashem's loving kindness and mercy, I came across a a rabbi on YouTube by the name of Rav Dror, Kasudo, and he spoke a lot about Rabbi Nachman's teachings. He spoke a lot about this word, he hisbodidut, and this was about 10 years ago, about, and I decided to learn more and more about it in his classes and I would listen to it and I found that the more I learned about it, the calmer I would get and the more, you know, hopeful I felt against this anxiety and depression and I began to practice it. And I remember in the beginning it would I would sit on the floor, I would be in a relaxed, quiet room and I would sometimes go to like a nature place like a lake where there was nature or water sometimes I needed to I couldn't get myself centered and calm at home so I would need to go somewhere you know outdoors or it was more serene or prettier looking and I would just talk to Hashem for a minutes like a few minutes and just talk to him about whatever came up to my mind, things that I was really, really struggling with and really asked him for help. And that's it. And I could say that from back then to today, Baruch Hashem, I have seen a lot of growth and progress with this where today, thank God, I also begin I begin my day with prayer to off from a siddur a prayer book, and then after that, my routine is, I do his boy, the dude, I talk to Hashem in my own words, so this routine takes about um, an hour and a half to two hours every morning, and I could tell you that it has been really a life changer, Uh a lifesaver for me in so many ways. Um, let me first read a little bit before I get more into the personal. I have in front of me a book called In Forest Fields by Rabbi Shalom Arush, who brings in teachings off of Rabbi Nachman of Breastlove And he says, Hispotidut is a prime indication of emuna, one who believes in Hashem, Will speak to Hashem and vice versa. The simplicity of Imuna means connecting with Hashem. Communication is the principal connection. Therefore, one who speaks to Hashem connects with Hashem. So, what do we learn? Like, if we want to enhance our relationship with someone, the main thing people will say is communicate and trust, work on those two. The truth is, in order to enhance, maintain, develop any type of relationship, whether it's between you and yourself, working on your own self, whoever it is in your life, it's very, very, very critical, what most people don't, under, don't know, don't understand, that in order to do that, the first thing that's more important is to develop that relationship with god with your creator and be in a good place with that in order to then be able to be in a good place with other people and with yourself you know to have peace of mind in my opinion is the most important thing that anyone could have in today's day and age it's more important than money it's more important than friends it's more important than anything even your physical health depends on your level of peace of mind because if you're always stressed out of course your immune system is under attack so you can have all the money in the world you can have all the luxuries in the world the best job whatever you want but if you don't have peace of mind you don't have anything I was listening to a Shear many years ago, and the rabbi said, what is happiness? Happiness is peace of mind. And so, interestingly, he says that in the Kabbalah, it says that the third 2,000 years, which the current generation is a part of, revolve around the spread of prayer in the world. And I'm just reading a little bit more before I go on. The Rambam, which was a very holy person and rabbi, that prayer is basically speaking to Hashem in one's own words, conversing with Hashem, expressing gratitude, and asking for all of one's needs, taking nothing for granted. <clears throat> and so going back to my story with his photo dude is that the more i did it the more addicted i became to it meaning that it felt so good you know of course people can have a mentor a rabbi a rabbitson a therapist there's nothing wrong with that but the most the best therapist is the free therapist is right anywhere where you want. In your own living room. Wherever you want. You can have a free therapist. And you know who that is? Your father in heaven. Hashem yisbarach. Hello. I apologize. I had to cut that first his one. Um, but here I am. Finishing it up. So. We are continuing about his So I left off saying. That. He spoke to dude is the best and free therapy anywhere anytime. All it takes is getting started, and getting started takes having trust, having faith in Hashem that he's there for you, that he's listening to you every time you speak, your thoughts, whatever they may be. That he's listening, that he cares, that you matter, that you're important, regardless of what you think about yourself. Whether you think that I'm not good enough for my tefillah to be answered, or you know, I maybe I sinned, I did something that I regret, I don't feel good about myself. Why would Hashem care? Or maybe you don't have any, you don't feel any type of desire, you don't feel any type of connection. get you started but you have to start it could even be with a simple sentence like I thank you just thank you Hashem I love you please help me with you know and you'll see over time believe me from my experiences that over time you will begin to feel lighter calmer And more at peace. And you will want to continue to add more words. Spend more time with Hashem. And really open yourself up and be vulnerable. It will take time. It's a process like everything else that we do in life. But this is so satisfying. So fulfilling and rewarding. And keep in mind that it's not only for your own benefit but for the benefit of your loved ones. And let's see where else he writes about it. Rabbi Nachman of Breslau writes that when Hashem helps a person in his personal prayer, then he actually feels the warmth of a loving, close friend in his midst, and sincere, heartfelt words flow forth from his mouth. I honestly have felt this way so many times when I was doing my hispotetut, and he's really one of the most amazing feelings that you will ever have. Not that it happens every single time, but I have experienced it. And he goes on to say that Rabbi Nachman promised that if a person perseveres in personal prayer, Hashem will answer him without a doubt. So even Rabbi Nachman uses that word perseveres. Even he knew that it's not going to be easy for people to start and to continue sometimes because life gets challenging, life gets difficult, people get angry, people get discouraged and resentful and grudgeful and hurt and all types of negative things and depressed and sad. And Rabbi Nachman also said, there is no despair in this world. We have Hashem by our side and if we really feel that hopeless and we feel that down and low know that it just takes a little bit of faith a little bit of trust to open ourselves up to the true source the real source of all healing of help of salvation and redemption the true source of it all Is God. And so, going back to what I was saying before about my personal journey, so I remember I was experiencing some anxiety and depression that got, you know, very, very tough on me to the point where I had to quit my job, to the point where I was, for a couple months, I was going anywhere i had anywhere i went i had xanax in my purse you know it's not easy for me to share these personal things but i feel that first of all baruch hashem it was like 10 years ago and i feel that if by me sharing these things it's going to help even one person that's you know struggling with one of the same things that I've struggled with, it gives them chizuk and hope, and it pushes them to talk to Hashem and to pray to Him, then it's worth it. It's worth the discomfort that I felt, you know. And I just kept listening to Rob Dors' classes about this, and I was inspired, and every single day I will do it, and now, Baruch Hashem, I do a minimum every single morning of 30 to 45 minutes of Hizbo to where I first started with just a couple minutes. And I really struggled in the beginning. I couldn't do it every day. I remember one day I did it, one day I didn't. I did, felt, eh, what's the use? But I didn't give up. And I also have my routine of davening shacharit from you know, the beginning from Oda'ani until all the way to the end. And Vidoy and Tachanan and all that stuff. And and I just want to talk a little bit about how is the best way to do our Hizpah So it's very important to set up for yourself a comfortable space. Perhaps for you it won't work to do it at home, maybe you don't feel the most comfortable, maybe you want to do it in a scenic, in the, in the nature, or you can do it at home, but it has to be quiet, and it must be first thing in the morning, because if you wait to do it later on in the day, it will most likely, very, like 99% not happen, because... You already started your day. You already expended your energy in other areas. You know, whether it's work or your family, whatever you have to do. And you might not be mentally or physically up for most likely, you know, sitting down and talking to Hashem and opening up your heart. And when you already expended yourself in many other ways. And you're not going to feel so much up for it or in the mood. As opposed to when it's first thing in the morning, fresh in the morning, you just woke up, you have energy, you know, you feel better, you just feel more strengthened, you had your coffee. And it's very good to do it with some, you know, candles if you can, or some light music if possible. Some people need that in the beginning, you know or maybe you don't need that but it's very important to have it in a private room in a place where you know maybe you need to wake up a little bit earlier at a t- in a place where it's very quiet where you're not going to get interrupted and where you feel very comfortable i remember that i used to in the beginning of years would always sit on the floor when i would do it cuz i felt more grounded and i would light candles now, I don't feel the need, but eventually, you know, you'll see that over time, your comfort level may change. Um, so be aware of your surroundings and how comfortable you feel. The next thing I would say about it is that for me, I kind of made for myself an order. Obviously, from learning from different classes have inspired me. And then I made for myself like a custom way that I do my supposed to do so the first thing I started I start with which is what I learned is that you start with gratitude so first thing I talk to Hashem and I say thank you for everything that I have thank you for you know my life our health my family my home whatever my my clean water my car my gas my appliances everything that I can think of that I'm grateful for without leaving anything out it's so so important to start with the gratitude part a because you don't want to right away go and ask Hashem oh give me this give me that like we have to be humble we have to be grateful for, for first for everything that we already have and then how does it make you feel if you are expressing verbally your gratitude you feel so much better after, because you're like, "Wow, I'm so blessed. I have so much," and it really does take away from any thoughts of lackings of what I don't have, and it makes you feel more positive, and you're starting your day on a more positive. Calmer way because you're like, wow, I have so much. I have a dishwasher. Maybe you have a dishwasher. I personally don't have one. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> maybe I we maybe I'm uh, I'm thinking and mani- trying to manifest one. <laughs> um, I have a laundry machine. I do have that. <laughs> I have a car. I have gas. I have clothes. You know, any family you have, your job. You know, every single little thing that you think of that you have, you're training your brain not to take it for granted. And also I think, Hashem, thank you for watching over us. Thank you for protecting us. If your loved ones or yourself came home the day before safe and alive, that is a huge thing to be grateful for. And the second thing that I go into is, I ask Hashem, I reflect on, I do a chashbon ha-nefesh, which is like a counting of the soul. I reflect on, what did I do, what did I say the following, the previous day that I should not have said, I should not have done, I should not have thought. So, reflecting on previous days, thoughts, speech. Actions and asking Hashem for forgiveness and asking Hashem, please, Hashem, help me that today I shouldn't think that way, I shouldn't speak this way. Instead, I should be more positive, I should be more calmer, I should be more peaceful. Maybe you said something that you shouldn't have, maybe you got upset at one of your kids, who knows what happened the previous day. But honest reflection truth speaking to the creator and telling him what you did or what you didn't do that you felt not too happy with yourself about not beating up yourself confessing it to God and moving on from it and asking Hashem for forgiveness I said La Hara maybe I wasn't so patient you know maybe I wasn't so modest etc. This helps you keep yourself in track. And the third thing, of course, is the most, the part that most of us want to get to is our personal, please, our personal requests. Please, Hashem, I'm struggling with this. I have a challenge with that. Please have mercy on me for your sake. Please help me do this. Please, please help me to be Matsliya. Help me to be successful with this today. Please, X, Y, Z, you could pray for yourself, for your friends, your community, your loved ones, your children, whatever you have in your life, whoever, whatever it is that you want from Hashem, and not to give up hope. And that is the time that you open your heart and your soul, and you pour yourself out to Hashem, Yisraelach, and you ask for all that you want and all that you need without any type of doubt with full trust and faith that Hashem, your Father in Heaven, is the one that is capable and that is has everything, all the capabilities, all the power in the world to give you, in the blink of an eye, what you need and what you want in its right time. So point is also of his bodod. Not to feel discouraged that, hey, wait a second, I'm doing his bodod. I'm Davening tasham. Ta also of course you have to incorporate Davening to talking praying Tasham ta from a Sidur, but we'll get there. It's not it's very, very important something. His dude shouldn't be where Oh, I'm doing he's supposed to do it for three days, it's been three weeks, it's been three months, and wait a second, I didn't get what I wanted. I guarantee you this, from my personal experience, you will see <coughs> that he's supposed to may not give you what you want, but it will show you that it wasn't necessarily something some type of response, sometimes some type of action on God's part that you needed to happen. However, it was something within your perspective. It was something with the way, in your lens of how you were perceiving yourself, a certain circumstance in your life, a certain person, a relationship, and all of a sudden, because you connected to Hashem and you did a good hezbollah dude wherever many times it took you have the right perception you now see that same situation in a different way why? because you took the time to connect to Hashem to pour out your heart to Him and to pray to Him Hashem gave you siyata Hashem gave you the divine providence that you were lacking before because we didn't have a connection with Him. And you were all alone in in whatever you were in. But now Hashem is with you. And now He's going to show you, wait a sec. Maybe the situation is better this way. Maybe there is a reason. Maybe I'm the one person that needs to change something within myself. Oh, I'm gonna be so much more grateful now because now I see it like this and this. I have to do something about it. Whatever, whatever it is, the point is, is that I guarantee you this: that you it will come. You will see it. And so, I spoke a little bit about how it's so important that. In order for you to even begin doing a he's to do, a personal prayer, one must have emuna. One must have faith in Hashem that God is there. He's listening. He cares. It's going to change. It's going to help. So you need to have faith in order to begin. So now I'm going to read to you this little segment in the book about faith. In the same book, in forest fields. He gives a little personal prayer session in asking God for emuna, And it goes like this. Please, Hashem, give me full and complete emuna. Help me believe that there's no such thing as bad in the world, for everything is in your hands, and everything you do is for the very best. Help me believe that you love me, and that you derive gratification from me. Instill in me the complete Amuna that there is no one but you. In other words, help me internalize the knowledge that no one can help me or harm me against your will. Help me realize that anyone who brings troubles in my life is only a stick in your loving hands to bring me closer to you. Let me fully realize that it's not my boss, my, my spouse. Or my mother-in-law's that's upsetting me. But only a hint from you to arouse me to prayer and to teshuva. And teshuva means repentance. Give me the emunah that everything is in your hands, Hashem. Don't let me make the mistake of thinking that my talents and abilities are the cause of my successes. Help me invest my primary efforts in prayer. Let me believe that my deficiencies all stem from a deficiency of prayer. So, that is just a little part in the book about Amuna. So, I'm just going to begin to wrap up this class on Hispodudut. So, again, just from my own personal experience, I have seen how Hispodudut Now, I'm not saying that I became an angel and I have no problems and I'm perfect. No, I have challenges like everyone else. But what I am saying is that he's supposed to do has helped me grow in ways that, you know, I couldn't couldn't imagine otherwise, like ever getting over certain things that I was struggling with within myself. Firstly, my own mentor right now, Miriam Irushami, came to my mind to contact her, how, in my hispoda Dut. About five years ago, I remember doing a hispoda Dude right here in my living room. And I was really struggling. I had just moved. I was struggling with different things. And in that time in my life, I was not doing... Um, Prayer from a seidur every day. I was doing his the dut. I don't remember if I was doing it every single day consistently, but I think I was at that time. I do think I was five years ago doing it every day, maybe not as long as I do it today. And I was talking to Hashem, sitting on my living room floor, and Miriam Irishami's name and her image came to my mind, and I call, and I've got her number. I found out her number, and I called her. The time that I spoke to her last, before that time, was when my ba- when my 12-year-old daughter was a baby. I had very bad postpartum, and I heard that she was very good with helping with that. I got her number, and we connected. She helped me out, and it was fast-forwarded. So my daughter is 12, figure five years ago. So seven, seven eight years I didn't speak to her. And her name just comes to my mind. And I called her. And since that time, it was like up and down, up and down, inconsistent. Talking to her here, talking to her there. Then at one point I said, you know what? Hashem, you reconnected me with her. And I started to speak to her more often. And she helped me to realize and taught me that Yes, you have to do this for dude. It's very important. But you also have to pray to Hashem from, your, from the sidur every single day as well. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about why it's important from Miriam's book, Prayer and Meditation, Reaching New Heights, why it's so critical to also daven from a Siddur and, and don't feel discouraged, oh my god, I'm not in the mood, where am I going to get the time to do this, I'm so busy believe me, if I can do it, you can do it, the benefits outweigh the little bit of time that you're going to take for it, everything is going to be in a better perspective and so that was the first thing I wanted to tell you so I got connected with Miriam again and through praying from a Sidor, the combination of praying from the Sidor and the Hisbol de helped me overcome issues that I had with my parenting. One of the issues that I had with my parenting was that I would get angry and I would sometimes yell at my kids and scream at them. I didn't have the patience. To calmly talk to them. And problem solve with them. And to compromise with them. And be calm and loving That I am today. So, not only with my children. But also I had the anger with my spouse. So, we would get into an argument. I would get angry. I would yell. I didn't have the patience to talk it out. To communicate calmly and efficiently. You know. It was a nightmare like thinking back to this right now, sitting here and speaking to my phone is literally making my neck hurt from the stress that I'm thinking that oh my God, how what a midah of chaos my anger was so bad and also helped that I worked on my anger how got me to work on my anger through Igera Ramban, the teachings of the Ramban. Why? Because of my Hiswilidu and praying to Hashem, He helped me to find, to get the idea of listening to Igera Saramban. And then I didn't even know that Igera Saramban talked a lot about overcoming anger. So it's really crazy how when you devote your time and yourself to Hashem, and you believe in Him so much, and the power of prayer and the power of connecting to God that he opens doors for you and helps you overcome your struggles and your battles and your demons. And so that was one thing that I could share. Now, I'm not saying I'm a perfect human being and I'm always happy now and everything's perfect and I achieved all my goals. No, but I am sharing the positive. I am sharing the things that I have seen growth and progress that I'm still working on every single day because of the power of 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 prayer and another thing that I grew with and I'm still growing with on is um positive self talk and self esteem I had much lower more insecure i had issues of insecurity of low self esteem with myself, and a lot of that I think was due due to being overweight, and I still am overweight, and it's still something that I struggle with, um, but I just didn't want to, it was so bad that I hated to go shopping for new clothes, I hated to go anywhere, to any events, I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror, you know, I would see other women, if I would go to events, and how thin they were, and it would just make me crazy that they would, you know, in the bathroom at a wedding, they would look at themselves in the mirror and be like, oh my God, I'm so fat. And they were like, here are girls that are like size 2 and 4 and 6, and here I am a size 16, and they're saying that, and I was like, you know, couldn't imagine how I felt, and I could honestly tell you, going from not, loving myself, not wanting to look at myself, feeling so disgusted by myself to going to a place where I can be more accepting of myself. I'm not promoting, oh, uh, I'm not pro- promoting weight gain, I'm not promoting that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't eat healthy and exercise, we should. And I, so it's something that I deal with on a daily basis and I try my best every day. But what I will tell you is that when you talk to God about it and you ask for help, He helps you. And I have to tell you that I don't feel the same hatred. And I know that's a strong word, but it's true. And maybe this will give some type of kawach, some type of strength or chizak to any young lady, teenager or young lady, that feels this way today if i could overcome those feelings of hating the way i looked and not wanting to go anywhere and not wanting to look at myself in the mirror and now feeling like you know what i can look at the mirror in the mirror and see the good in me i could see that not only that okay you know what i like my skin color i like my skin tone i like my eyes you know what, I'm overweight, but I like my hips, I can actually point out some positive stuff about myself, which is still hard for me to do. But I can do it. And I can look at myself in the mirror, and I could go to semchas feeling way more confident than I ever did before. And just so much more. I can be a role model of self-acceptance and love toward myself from my daughter who's 12 years old who sometimes tells me mommy you are too confident (laughs) you know and we laugh it off but you know as a mom especially if you have daughters it's so important to be so careful of how what we're saying about ourselves and our body image because the girls and the boys are always around you never know what can come out of one negative thing that we say about ourselves and how it can impact our children. And the crazy thing is is that I can say that because I feel more self-esteem and more secure with how I look, I feel that, in a sense, a little bit, it has positively impacted my marriage, my relationship with my husband. Because when I felt ashamed of the way that I looked because of my weight, I didn't love myself. I was always wanting to give myself negative feedback. And then I was unconsciously pushing my husband away and sabotaging my marriage you know, and not realizing that confidence and self-esteem in a woman is very, very sexy. It is appealing. And when I learned that when I started to be more positive and loving toward myself, I was able to be more positive and more loving toward my husband and my children because I wasn't walking around all day and saying how uh, how what a monster or how ugly or monstrous I look because of my weight. So that's another thing. Another thing I want to share quickly is that humility. Humility is from being humble. And when you do Hispohidut and you talk to Hashem every day, it helps you, it lowers your ego, and it increases your humility. And it's very important to have humility, because when you have humility, you don't think that you're better than anyone else. You know that you're like Moshe being like Moses. He didn't think he was better than anyone else. Just be, be, he was like God's first hand man. He literally spoke to God, but he treated Klau Yisrael, Am Yisrael, like so beautifully and nicely. And so, it's so important for us to develop that humility, so that we treat everyone around us, whoever that we need to interact with, on a daily basis, with the same patience and respect and the way we look at them, the way we think about them, that we would want anyone else to res- to be with us. So, if someone, maybe someone doesn't look like your ideal, doesn't have your ideal, f- like some people judge people based on the way they dress, based on the way they look, based on the way their statuses their economic status their social status many people are not down the cops they're judging they're judgmental and it's a very it's in it's very very harmful for us as a nation because mashiach is going to come when we have achdos, when we love each other when we are kind and respectful to each other and it's very hard to do that if we're not humble, if we all have inflated egos and we think that we deserve better than the other. Or that we are better than the other. You know, speaking about Igeris Aramban, there's a quote that says, Call la adam Every all your words should be spoken with nachas, with pleasantness, with gracefulness to all people at all times. And You should have a quiet and pleasant voice. And so it's so important to connect that with humility. When you're humble, it's much more easier to speak like that and to treat everyone beautifully and pleasantly. And this leads to shalom bias. This leads to shalom bias. You need to have humility to have shalom bias with your spouse to have shalom with your children, to have shalom with your family, your parents, your in-laws. If we think, ah, I was deserving of that, I'm entitled to this, why did she treat me like that, how dare she, why did she say this, why didn't she say that, I deserve better. When you don't have humility, forget it. You're always going to be in some kind of battle. And this is only going to be the battle of the ego. And it's really a wasteful battle. It's not going to get you anywhere. So if it's something that you can honestly look inside yourself when you do your reflections on yourself, your hash Bon, and you feel like, "You know what, I could really work on this." Maybe you could reflect and see, how are your relationships? Do you feel that you get into a lot of, you know, are you always upset?" Do you feel like people are always pissing you off? You know, you don't have peaceful interactions. You know, look at all your relationships in your life and think to yourself, could it be, that I need to be more humble. I need to practice humility. Could it be possible that I didn't give this all, this relationship my best? Could it be possible that I did something wrong or I didn't say something the right way, or the best way, that I wasn't all in giving and compassionate, merciful and patient, see, when we have humility, when you're truly an honor, you can be truthful with yourself and see, what was my part in the relationship, or in this certain situation that went bad, and how could I work on myself? to enhance, to fix a certain relationship. Perhaps my ego was so inflated that I couldn't even see the other person's needs or wants. And so, Hispondidut will help you with that. And so those were some things that I could share with you that Baruch Hashem I had seen progress with in my life and there is so much more you know certainly with Shalom Bayad without going into too much detail but Buzrat Hashem I'll make a class on Shalom Bayed but I have to say that you know marriage is like a roller coaster ride sometimes and there are ups and there are downs and if we don't connect ourselves to the true source of life and, and peace and joy, and then get that, we need to get rejuvenation and revi- we need to be revitalized and rejuvenated from HaKadosh Baruch Hu in order to be able to continue and to give and to work on our Relationships, especially in our marriages, and if it wasn't for he a Duit, if it wasn't for praying for mercy I honestly, honestly, honestly don't think that I could have lasted thus far in my marriage. Not because my husband is not a bad is a bad person or that I'm not his, We're not bashered. It has nothing to do with that. I believe that we're bashered. My husband's a good person. It's because there's so much that happens in everyday life, especially if you're playing multiple roles. And there's only so much energy that a person has to expend on every other thing in their life. And if you don't have, if you're not getting your koach and your strength from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem gives us wisdom. He gives us da'at, bina, and, and what's the other word I'm looking for? Da'at, bina, and chachma. He gives us knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. As a woman, we have a bina yaseira, how to run our household. How to be the best Commander in chief of our house, like Rabbi Shalom Arush says in the Garden of Peace, we are the commander in chief. Which, by the way, I'm reading again, and I'm almost done. But as Rad Hashem, in one of our classes, we're gonna do Shalom Bias also. How will a woman have the strength to run her household, to be beautiful wife, to make to be the best wife she can be, to be the best mom? Etc., 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 if you're not getting the strength from Hashem. Giving in keeping a marriage alive, giving of yourself in a marriage to another takes a lot of sacrifice, it takes time, it takes patience, understanding, compromise, and of course, in bold letters, humility. And so without going into too much of a tangent, too much personal stuff, I will get into all of that in our Shalom Bayis topic. I have to say that Ishmael Ajut and prayer have helped me overcome a lot of otherwise, like what Miriam writes in her book, Yitzhahara and the animal soul. She says that when you pray from a sidur, it helps you overcome. From the Tanya, it says, overcome your animal soul, your animalistic desires, your your irrational thoughts, your emotional issues, blah, blah, etc., etc. So much of us have that. And so if it wasn't for my Hispodudut and my Tefilot, I don't know where I would be with my marriage. It takes a lot of effort to maintain a marriage and to enhance a marriage, especially when you're married for a long time and you have many children and there are other stressors involved, etc., which we all have. And so that's another area in my life that I wanted to share that I've seen. Baruch Hashem, B'li'ayn Hara, growth and progress. One day at a time, keep going with everything. This is all stuff that needs... Daily, sometimes moment to moment maintenance, just like a car, right? It's not that, oh, I davened, I did my hispoda dude, I learned for a few minutes, and now for the next 20 years, everything and everyone's gonna be perfect. No, it is a daily work, which is why, to end my class, Hashem wants to hear our tefillot. Hashem. It, Hashem loves hearing our lord. Why do you think that our forefathers and our foremothers, Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Sarah, Rifka, Rachel, and Leah, all of our ancestors, Yosef, Moses, so many, so many things happened, so many Nisayonos, tests, and challenges that led them to pray, to talk to Hashem in the fields, Like shepherds, they would talk to Hashem, to Davin And so, why do sometimes some things are so challenging in our life? Because Hashem wants to connect. Hashem wants us to turn to Him. Hashem wants us to talk to Him. Hashem wants us to depend on Him. Hashem wants to hear us. And so, I hope that, that's right Hashem, we will all turn to Hashem, talk to Him, pray to Him, connect to Him from our hearts, from our souls, from our neshama, without any tragedy, without chas v'sham, without any major tragedies or challenges wherever you are right now, with whatever you have right now, whatever tools and resources and whoever, wherever Madriga, whatever level you're on right now, whether you're from, whether you're not from, whether you're just starting out to become a Baal Teshuvah, it doesn't matter. A Jew is a Jew. All I say is this. From my personal experiences of a Baal Teshuvah, it's very, very, very critical. The foundation of everything in your life that you want it, that you want to see flourish, you want results, that you want something from Hashem, anything. You want something, growth within yourself, any type of refuah, salvation, redemption. The foundation is two things. emuna. Faith in Hashem and prayer. Especially us as women. We have a huge, tremendous power. More even than men. That's why men have to pray three times a day. They have to learn Torah. They have to always. But us women, we are naturally in sync with Hashem. But Hashem loves our tefillah. Hashem wants to hear our voices. So no matter what, no matter how busy you are, and you feel like you're stretched out like an octopus in eight different locations, directions at once, the most important direction, location, that you should stretch yourself out to first is in tefillah in the morning and it will also be a merit that your tefillot should bring protection and blessings into your home over you, over your family and Bezrat Hashem. I hope that we will all all our tefillot should be answered for the good in the right time because we had faith in Hashem because we opened our hearts and souls and we spoke to Him without reservations. Just know that Hashem has an unconditional love for all of us. The same way that you have an unconditional love for your children. Hashem loves you and Hashem is waiting for you to repent, to do teshuva, and to talk to Him. It's so, so, so simple. Yet, sometimes, it's the small and simple things that we forget. So, Be'ezrat Hashem in our third episode we're going to be talking about why it's important to daven from a sidur, based off of prayer and meditation by Miriam Yerushami and of course I'm going to be bringing in my own experiences and, and from davening from a sidur and tips and Be'ezrat Hashem can't wait um, have a Shabbat Shalom, thanks for listening, feel free to share, bye-bye.